Jill Bennett sitting in for Simi. Well, have you ever looked at buying an air purifier or thought that maybe there would be a cheaper way to do that? So my next guest is here to talk about making one yourself. Anne-Marie Nickel is an associate professor of health sciences at UBC. Thank you so much for being with us. Uh, good morning. Good morning. Uh, when we talk about air purifiers, and, uh, and it may not be top of mind for people to start looking into purchasing their own, but uh, before we get into those details, do they actually make a difference in having an air purifier when we're talking about wildfire smoke and other things in the air? Do they make it uh, healthier? Um, yeah, air purifiers really do help clean up indoor environments and, and improve indoor air quality for fire smoke and a myriad of other indoor air contaminants that people are breathing in every day. And so people would know and know that you can go and purchase air purifiers, but you can make them yourself. Now, if you make one yourself and following the instructions, are they just as good? Do they offer kind of the same level of protection? They are surprisingly robust and do a really great job. So the technology that we're using in our research this summer is based a lot on work that was done during COVID, where people were looking to develop low-cost ways to reduce uh, virus particles, basically, from indoor air environments. And they, they work for very small things like bacteria and viruses, but they also work for dander, mold, um, dust, and also smoke, particulate matter, smoke. So they, they are actually um, amazingly effective for the cost, for the clean air delivery rate. That's what we use to measure um, the output. And the clean air delivery rate for uh, one that you can build yourself is quite a bit less uh, in cost than it would be for you to buy one. So what do you need then to build your own purifier and uh, how do you do it? It's pretty simple. Um, I, I often joke that it's not rocket science, it's ventilation science. Um, but there's some pretty specific things you need. So the project that I'm doing this summer, we're targeting um, people who may not either be able to afford um, a sensor or a, a air purifier or they're not able to buy one. Because what we see sometimes is that doors run out when it's really smoky. So what happens if you don't uh, live in a place where you can't buy one? Um, or they're all sold out, or all you've got is what's at the local hardware store. So there's some specifications. The fan has to be strong enough. It has to be at least a 75-watt box fan, and you need to have something called a MERV-13 furnace filter, which if you go to a hardware store, there's aisles of furnace filters, and you tape the furnace filter to the fan. And you put something called a shroud on the front of it, which improves efficiency, and, and then you turn it on, and they're they're quiet. Uh, they're as quiet usually as a normal commercial air purifier, too. That's one thing people often ask is, it was it noisy? Um, but no, it's not noisy. It's not bulky. And you can disassemble it if you like later on uh, if you're no longer worried about your indoor air quality. And does it matter where you put them? Should you put them near a window or if you put them anywhere in your house, are they going to, to clean the air in the room where you have it set up? It's best to put them in the room where you're sitting or a room where you're sleeping. They don't recommend that you leave them unattended. And what they do work really well for is if it's been smoky outside for a while and you need to stay indoors, if you shut windows in, in a room and then you use the air cleaners, you can actually really improve the air quality in one room. People often underestimate how big a room is and there is 
specifications for how many air cleaners that you would need for a normal room. So if you pick a smaller room like a bedroom and then run the air cleaner in that room, you can see a significant reduction, a 75% reduction in contaminants in that room in a fairly short time. Hmm. Uh, you mentioned the filter and uh, a filter that you can purchase at uh, your uh, local hardware store. Uh, do you need to change the filter on a regular basis or how long does it last? That's part of the research that we're doing this summer because they're, it's sort of as long as a piece of string. It, it kind of depends on how dirty the air is in, outside and then inside of your home. So we want to see how long people take before they want to change their filter and I've been running one in my home for a while, so it's definitely getting brown on the one side. You can really see because the particles build up in the filter itself. So you, you kind of get a visual of what's going on indoors as the air is being pulled through. The, the dirty air is pulled through the filter. The particulates and things stay behind, and then the clean air comes out the other side. Hmm, and that must be uh, quite the visual when you think about all of that. Uh, the, the, the stuff that stopped would have been coming right into the air that you're breathing. Exactly. I, I already had uh, filters in my house prior to this project coming along because um, I've been concerned for a while about indoor air quality. And, you know, I spend a lot of my time realistically in my house. You know, since COVID, most people spend about 90 percent of their time indoors. And of most of that is spent indoors in homes. So we really need to be thinking a lot more about the contaminants that are in our indoor air because that's what we're exposed to all day long. So things that remove contaminants are really important for our health. Well, it's a, a very interesting project and great that people are uh, now being uh, told exactly how they can do this if they want to build their own purifier. Anne-Marie Nickel, thank you so much for joining us to talk more about this today. Oh, thank you for having me. There's lots of information too, but I would just, when people are looking around the BC Centre for Disease Control and BC Lung Foundation, they have the directions um, for how to make these units. And we have a shopping list at BC Lung where people can go and see exactly the specifications that we've designed these so that people can go to, you don't have to order something, all the parts, it's duct tape, a filter, and a fan. You can go and make your own um, and then make some positive changes in a very increasingly smoky world. All right. That is Anne-Marie Nickel, again, with Health Sciences at SFU, bclung.ca, if you want to check out the website and those instructions.